All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, October 12th of 2023. Here, looking ahead, we have NFL back for week six. We have our Thursday night football showdown between the Broncos and the Chiefs. We have MLB showdown single game tonight between the Braves and the Phillies. We have a seven-game NHL slate, and we also have PGA teeing off earlier this morning. So, ton of DFS action coming at you today. Hope you guys are uh, playing and enjoying the sweat all day. I know I surely am. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew, one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at SaberSim.com. Second way, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video to do so. Get access to our similar channels, get access to our individual sport channels, get access to other members of the SaberSim team aside from myself here, so can't say enough good things about the Discord. But before we get started, as always, since week six is upon us here, wanted to remind you guys, if you are not signed up for the Weekly Max Challenge, now is the time to do that. The link to this page is in the description of this video. Just click this green enter the challenge button. It will take you to our sign-up form. This is a promotion giveaway we do during the NFL season here. Get access to weekly prizes. Get access to season-long prizes. All you have to do, upload the Saberson logo as your avatar on DraftKings. Fill out our short form and Max enter one of the mini Max contests on the NFL Sunday main slate. That is all. And you get access to all of these awesome prizes. We've already had one winner who has received their championship belt. So uh, a lot of fun doing this giveaway. And I look forward to seeing that all of you participate each and every week. But with that said, going to get SaberSim pulled up here and we're going to get started with the questions that came in in the Discord. And then we will hop over to the YouTube channel. And then we will get to all the questions before the end of the show, as always. So let me get SaberSim pulled up here. And then it looks like our first question here came in from Larson. So Larson said, all right, Larson said, what is the difference between multiplier and cash in classic SaberSim? And why was cash removed in the new version? Okay, great question. So nothing was removed. We just kind of moved some things around, uh, changed it up here. So if you need to access multiplier, so what multiplier is, is like uh, triple ups, quadruple ups, quintuple ups, something like that, right? Uh, cash is more head-to-heads, 50-50s, right? And then multipliers play a little bit differently, need a little more upside for those contests. So if you're looking for multipliers, all you need to do is make sure your build mode is on sim mode and then go to style and then under style multiplier is available for you there. And then in the new version of SaberSim, we did not remove cash. We just renamed it. So if you're looking for cash mode, all you need to do is just toggle your build mode over to optimizer mode. This is the cash mode here. And then what we've done is we've, we've made this even closer to uh, a traditional optimizer to help people who are coming over from traditional optimizers get into SaberSim, use the process that they're used to, and then, uh, you know, slowly adapt them to sim mode from there. So optimizer mode is cash mode. And then you have the randomness option down here to add randomness in different ways here. So uniform or normal, you could do custom uh, randomness. So we offer a lot of different options there. And that is what cash mode is now. But great clarification. Happy to mention that one. Next question in the office hours channel. And actually two questions. We'll go one at a time here. First question says, do you actively consider game theory when selecting exposures 
slash lineups post build. Do you place your faith in the hands of risk adjusted ROI and in SaberSim? Is this something considered by SaberSim metrics? Okay, good question here. So I definitely consider game theory when going through my lineups, making final decisions here. I think you can even account for it a little bit up front here, right? So even, you know, before running your lineups, let's say, um, maybe you think that, you know, Travis Kelsey is getting a lot of popularity in the media and you think that's going to artificially inflate his ownership, right? Maybe, maybe the Swifties have learned about DFS and are throwing in some lineups into the Millie maker. I don't know. Right. But Hey, this is like a idea. Uh, so maybe you think Travis Kelsey is going to come in higher owned, right? So then you are coming in here and increasing his ownership, right? I think, I think ownership adjustments are a point of game theory, right? And then from there, you can take into narrative. Maybe there is this narrative that the Chiefs wide receivers just just aren't good, right? And and maybe that's maybe that's fair. Maybe that's grounded in something, or maybe there's injury news, right? Like, hey, so and so might not be a hundred percent, right? So people are going to be afraid of playing that person. These are all situations where game theory decisions become heightened and you need to understand the situation. You need to figure out how you want to handle that situation and then make a decision from there. Right. So all of these different uh, areas, this is why I think it's important to understand slate context, listen to news, listen to narrative. So you can, you can have an idea of what people are considering when they're making decisions and, and kind of go from there. Right. So though I think game theory is super important when you're, you know, opening up a slate for the first time when you're making decisions in the post build, I, I'm personally always considering game theory. And then the second part was, uh, am I just putting my faith in the hands of risk adjusted ROI? So we, we talked about this a little bit, I think yesterday or day before, uh, this idea of like man plus machine, man versus machine. So I'm not just putting all of my faith in the tool. I am making the, I am like spot checking the tool, right? I am doing risk management, you know, if I think that the exposures that my contest sims and risk adjusted ROI are giving me by itself are just too risky for my risk tolerance. I'm I'm coming in here and I am adding value to my own process by managing my own risk, right? And different people have different risk tolerances, so the amount of adjustments that you make is going to depend on the type of player you are, but I definitely think, you know, come in here the best place you can add value is in the post build, right? So don't be afraid to move things around, change things. I think if you make so many changes that you run into an unable to meet exposures message, well then, hey, maybe you probably made too many and maybe you need to think about some of the most recent changes you made and weigh them and say, you know, do I really need to do this? Do I want to trust SaberSim in this position on second thought, right? And so uh, make the changes. That's why we build you a big pool. You know, you build... You need 20 lineups, we'll build you 500, we'll build you, we'll build you 5,000. We're trying to give you optionality to make those game theory decisions, to make those risk adjustment decisions after the lineups are built. And then you, you should feel comfortable knowing that these lineups, there are simulations backing up all of these lineups. So even though I'm skipping some and going to a lineup lower in the pool, that lineup was still built on top of a sim. And, you know, we're not just trying to pack in as many average projected points as possible in your lineups. So those are my thoughts. All right. Second question here was, 
I've noticed that Saber score usually spits out all positive risk-adjusted ROI lineups. What is the main difference between these two metrics, and is it better to sort by one and filter with the other, or is one simply better than the other? Okay, so our Saber scores were created using contest sim. So the way that I explain this to people most often here, people will ask me like, hey, you know, what's the difference I'd, I'd say between like the pro plan and the ultimate plan. And the difference is that on the ultimate plan, you get contest sims, right? But people say, Hey, you know, maybe I can't justify it. Am I okay using Saber score? Saber score was created using contest sims. But the difference here is that Saber score is working on a more kind of general basis here. So we're grouping all of the 20 max contests between 10 to 50 K entrants. We are grouping all of the single entry contests between 100 to 1K entries here, right? This is not accounting for stakes, uh, most importantly, right? But then when you run our, when you go to our contest sim settings and the big update here is the field lineups, right? So the field lineups for showdown are only going to be one set of field lineups, but for like NFL classic, for MLB classic here, you're going to see field lineups for 13 sets of ownership here, right? And those are taken into account low stakes, medium stakes, high stakes, uh, 150 versus 20 max versus single entry. So basically the point I was getting at is that I think Saber score is like the 80, 20 of having contest Sims. And then the actual contest Sims are like the whole enchilada, right? They're the most specific you can possibly be. So Saber score is great. I think that you're going to see a lot of similarities between Saber score and contest Sims because Saber score was used, was built using contest Sims. So uh, those are my thoughts there. All right. Next question from the Phantom One. Question says, can you describe how SaberSim treats contest sims of small fields such as 100 entries? Do the contest sims randomly grab 100 lineups out of the pool of 5,000 lineups or is the representative ownership applied to each sample of 100 lineups? If 100 lineups are randomly being grabbed out of the 5,000, I question if that is a valid approach representing small field. What would you recommend if this is the case, create a custom field of 100? Okay, good question here. So your, your understanding is right. So we, we actually have 10,000 field lineups for NFL showdown. So if your contest size is below that number, we are going to randomly sample the 10,000 each time we run the contest sim. I see where your concern is coming from. I think it's coming from a place uh, that is, uh, you know, founded that is that is fair but i think that this variance gets smoothed over by running the contest sim a hundred thousand times right so you come in here you can run a contest sim up to a hundred thousand times if you're randomly sampling you know a hundred lineups from ten thousand that is one percent of your lineups but you're doing that a hundred thousand times so i think that the the variance the ownership gets smoothed out there overall right so if you wanted to, you could definitely create a custom field, but I think that, you know, running it so many times uh, negates that, that concern that, that you're expressing that I think is fair. But I think just the, 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 the raw amount of times we're doing it helps that concern specifically, but really good question. Okay. Uh, looks like a similar question here, but happy to talk about this question says, how does contest sim work for super large field contests if the field lineup pool is only 5 to 10k lineups but the actual contest has 100,000 lineups 
Wouldn't contest sims overestimate your win percent? How does SaberSim handle adjustments to player projections when a new sim is run? If I bump baseline projection from 12 to 13 and then news breaks, raising the player's baseline to 12.5, does adjusting the my own pre-build change the lineups that are generated or does it only affect the post-build metrics? Okay, so three questions here. We're just going to work through them one at a time here. So first one was, how do contest sims work for super large field contests? Basically is the question here. So I would say that, you know, the thing that doesn't get accounted for properly the most here is going to be the dupes. So if we run a contest sim, so I have these lineups, right? I'm just going to set up a blanket contest sim, just the default here. And I'm going to run this. Something that we've added here is dupes. And what dupes is, is when we build your pool of lineups to start, when a lineup comes up more than once, we just tally that as sim optimals. We don't insert the lineup into your pool more than once. For the ownership build, we are actually doing that. When the lineup comes up more than once, we are letting the lineup stay in the pool. And that is representing dupes. And the reason we're doing that is because when the lineup is duped seven times and it wins first place, well, now it's splitting it across all seven of those lineups, right? So the ROI is a lot more accurate in that way. So if we scroll down here, we can see that this top lineup here that I'm looking at was duped twice, right? So when it wins, it's going to split that uh, three ways. Your lineup plus the additional two dupes is, I, I believe, how it's being calculated here. So this lineup was technically in your contest three times here. And so the dupes, I think, is going to be the hardest thing to scale from from the 10,000 lineup contest that we're running to a hundred thousand lineup contest. Uh, you don't know, for instance, if this lineup is going to go from two dupes to 20 dupes, two dupes to five dupes. I don't think it scales particularly well for dupes. So I'd say that is the biggest concern here. Uh, we, we understand that, you know, we are only taking a bite-sized sample out of the total number of entries in the contest and increasing the field lineups is something that we, uh, that is on our mind that we are working on. We we did previously only have 5,000 field lineups. Now we have 10,000. I know the team is continuing to try and grow that number until we can scale it to a huge number as big as your contest is here. So definitely something that we're aware of as a limitation of this, but I still think that this does a good job of estimating your lineups. I don't think that, you know, you should just run the contest sim and just let that be it, right? I still think it's important to, Look at the salary of your lineups. Look at the geometric mean of your lineups. Geometric mean takes into account the actual contest size. And then also look at, you know, um, most popular captains. Look at cash lineups. Look at cash constructions, right? Big 10-point spread. I bet you you're going to see a ton of 5-1 Chiefs lineups tonight, right? You might see a lot of Chiefs D in the captain. You might see a lot of Isaiah Pacheco. So understanding what the field is going to do, getting back to our earlier question of game theory is also going to help you be different from the field in the lineups that you generate here. All right. Really good questions there. That was the last question in the office hours channel, jumping over to the YouTube chat question from Russ says, how did, how does contest Sims work for, okay. This is actually the same question here. So, Oh, actually I only answered one question. So there's three, sorry. So the second question there was, how does SaberSim handle adjustments to player projections when a sim is run, when a new sim is run, if I bump baseline projection from 12 to 13, and then news breaks raising the player's baseline to 12.5? So we will never override your custom projection. So say that 
you know, Travis Kelsey is projected for 10 points and you bump him up to 15. Let's say a new sim runs and it bumps him up to 20. We're going to keep his projection at 15 for you in the my projection column. We are never going to override that for you. The Sabres in projection column will change, but your my projection custom projection will not change. We do not want to override any work that you do. And then last part, last question was, does adjusting the my own pre-build change the lineups that are generated or does it only affect the post-build metrics? Great question. So adjusting my ownership will only affect the post-build metrics here. So it won't have any effect on the field lineup. So if you come in here and, you know, I, I, I want to say, you know, going back to my earlier example with Travis Kelsey, hey, I think he's going to be more owned in the captain. That's going to have an effect on his ownership, his adjusted ownership. And that will be taken into account in the single game Sabre scores since we're waiting average adjusted ownership of the lineup. But this will not add lineups to your field lineups that have Travis Kelsey in them. So if you're making a lot of ownership changes, I would recommend building a custom pool of field lineups, probably using the match exposure to ownership option here, and then using that set of lineups to contest sim your next set of lineups against. So those are my recommendations. All right. Snowman said, good morning. How's it going, Snowman? Demetrius said, should I use run pure, run pure projections or Saberson projections? Uh, I believe you have the option to average them out here. So if you go to my projection and you go to the wheel, you should have two sets of ownership here. I'm sorry. You should have two sets of projections. And then you should have, if you have more than one set of projections here, you should have the ability to, to average it out. So if I were to just save this, right? If I hit save, just call this aggregate, hit save. So then now I have two sources projections, right? I have my SaberSim, I have my aggregate, and then I automatically get this average. And then I can come in here, set it to average. And then now I'm using both, right? So if you have run pure, you have SaberSim, you want to average them out. You can do that. You do not have to choose one or the other. All right. Uh, we are all caught up on questions in both the Discord and the off. I'm sorry, in the Discord and the YouTube chat here. Today is Thursday, so tomorrow is Friday, our last show of the week. If you guys have questions ahead of the weekend, tomorrow is the show to get those questions in, to get those questions answered. Happy to talk about all weekend sports here. You know, there's still NASCAR, there's still MMA. Um, I don't I don't think there's Formula One this week. There's college football. Don't forget about those things. If you guys are not signed up with SaberSim, want to check us out. We have a five-day, no-strings-attached free trial. I always recommend checking that out ahead of the weekend here because you get access to all of our weekend sports here. So check us out. Sign up for a trial. Come on this show. Get your questions answered. But until tomorrow, I will talk to you guys then. See ya. Good luck in your contests. Bye.